Some buddies are just terrible wingmen. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Simon Sock, by Sue Hendra, illustrated by Nick East, published by Hatchet Children's. I know, we missed a celebrity book last week, and that's because we were working on a real special one. So be sure to tune in this Friday, where we honor Jimmy Buffett by reviewing his book. But now to today's book. Simon Sock is a tale about a sock who never gets picked to be worn. He finds out it's because he doesn't have a matching sock, and goes on a journey to find his soulmate. Will this sock ever find that special someone? Or will he be stuck being used as a sock puppet in a children's school project? Well, bring your single socks, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin being introduced to a striped sock named Simon, and he lives with many other socks in a drawer. It must be like some sort of a commune, or that sex cult the Seagram's heiress was in because everyone's sleeping with everyone. All this debauchery to start off the book is quite odd. But whoever's pulling the strings, to use a turn of phrase, is even more odd. Because whoever it is, labeled each drawer on the dresser depicting what's inside. Like socks, or pants, or nudie mags. This person isn't just OCD, they're psycho. As it turns out, all these socks in the drawer are most frisky in the mornings. Quote, Every morning, all the socks in the drawer get very excited. Who will it be today? Then in comes the hand. Dot, dot, dot. End quote. Ooh, watch it, mister. Keep your hands to yourself. That's quite bold. Whose hand is it, you ask? We're only left to speculate. Is it Chris Cuomo's hand going after a former boss? Or Don LeMond's at a bar? Two people with very active hands. But Sue leaves it to us to decide. Well, I'm not going to. I'll let you figure it out. Whoever's hand it was, these socks are begging for it. They got signs out and everything. Talk about desperate. Evidently, a different pair of socks is picked every day, and they all get their special time with the hand, and much, much more. The only one who doesn't get picked is Simon. Maybe that's a good thing. Who wants someone's sweaty foot inside them all day? Awful. That sounds worse than being constipated and being forced to eat a whole loaf of bread. Good luck getting that one out. That can't feel good. But old Simon starts to get self-conscious about his whole, quote, I'm not a smelly sock. End quote. Well, that's good, because I have no idea how to help with that one. Simon also claims he's not a well-worn sock. That's even better. No one likes getting in there and finding someone else's car keys. So Simon starts to do what anyone else would do. And complain. Quote, Why don't I ever have a turn? 
End quote. Haven't we all felt that way? But in this case, this guy's lucky. Those hands have been everywhere, and they're dirty. The other socks begin to call him out for being a real weirdo. But someday, someone will find it endearing. Not everyone, but someone. Like they say, there's an ass for every seat. Or in this case, a foot for every sock. Well, I hope it's a foot. His sock buddies let him in on a little secret. No, not tough actin' to It's that you don't get picked if you don't have another sock with you. This hand's weirder than I thought. It's looking for a little menage à toi. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Ce soir. This gets Simon thinking, and he begins to daydream about all the wonderful activities he could participate in if he just had his other half. No, not cleaning out the garage, or being drugged through an Ikea on Saturday. He's talking about things like frolicking in the park. I got news for him. It's never that. Ah, oh, wine and cheese in the park? Such a nice surprise. Yeah, I thought it would be fun. It really is. After what Sally told me today. Really? Yeah. She told me that I destroyed her bachelorette because I wore the wrong color dress. I mean, how was I supposed to know? Right. And then I heard that Marissa was making up things that I was saying about Sally. Isn't that awful? Uh, yeah. Could we talk about sports? No. Anyway, Simon's friend, a little bear in a sweater vest named Ted, decides to set up Simon with other striped objects and animals. But none seem to be a match. This is going about as well as a married couple trying to talk down to a single guy, as if they made it, and then trying to set him up with someone at the bar. I can't believe you haven't found anyone yet. Yeah, I haven't really been looking. Don't worry, you'll find someone. I'm sure she'll be special, like Christy. <laughs> Stop. Like I said, I'm not looking for a girlfriend. I like being single and slaying Tang when I want. What's that? He means make love. Oh, we do that once a month. Let me try to wingman you tonight. I like being able to do what I want, when I want. <laughs> Good one. Life's just so much better with someone. It's actually like more freeing with another person. Daniel, my drink's empty. Get me another one now. Now let's get to finding you a girl. Please don't. I'm already looking for you. Well, the meetings between Simon and the striped friends are about as awkward as you would expect. They're about as smooth as a local news report. I like turtles. Simon goes through a snake, a straw, and a pair of whitey tidies. Funny, I thought that last one would be a good fit for sure. Just add in a little more oomph to that pair of drawers. The last meetup Ted hooks him up with is some pussy, cat, that nearly tears him apart. And Simon's like, thanks, but no thanks. And after this experience, 
Simon's like, I'm staying single. I'll just pick up a few hobbies. But just when he settled on his future, he hears someone calling him, like, Damn, Sock, that's one hell of a tube. And Simon follows the voice under the dresser, where he pulls out his other half, Simone. And Simon's like, I have all these great activities set up for us. But as it turns out, Simone was worse than a wet blanket. She's a wet sock. You don't want to put that thing on. She'll make a guy want to wear flip-flops and not think twice about it. And we can see her sitting on the recliner, just Netflixing and chilling. Simon ain't got time for that. So Simon turns around and sees a bunch of fruits. And what do you know? A banana named Betty pops out, doing all the things he wanted to do. And the two just hit it off. Well, that's an odd couple. I gotta tell you, if I saw a banana in a sock just hanging out there, I'm heading the other way. The story ends on the two of them having a ball together, with everyone coming to the realization that they may not match, but they just work. Well, for now. But when Betty doesn't age well, and Simon wakes up three days from now, and she doesn't look anything like she did, he's gonna feel real fooled. What's the moral Sue was going for in this convoluted, innuendo-filled mess? She wants us all to know that there is someone out there for us to live the rest of our lives with. It just may not be who you imagined it would be. Like, they may not have as much money, or they may not be as tall, or they could be bald. But when everyone is giving you shit for not finding that person, don't get down on yourself. You'll find someone on your own time. What do I think about Sue's work? Well, she depicted a mixed-up, shook-up world to start, with hands picking out socks, all sleeping and living together. It was the exact opposite of my college career. And the desperate search Simon went through wasn't all that calming to anyone's nerves. The ending was a clever twist, though, showing that it's not all about the looks and more about the values. As for Nick's pictures... They were colorful and showed the awkward interactions well, but they were also quite generic. If you're single and don't mind being single, don't pick this one up. It'll feel like your grandma's screaming at you to just settle on someone. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.3. I'll have a taste pushed around to make it look like I ate it and go back for another bite. But I'm running far away when a couple slips me their room key. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.